On today's show, some automakers are still struggling with the small overlap crash test, Chevy teases the new Camaro, and some new details about the Ford GT. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for May 12th of 2015. We've learned some new details about the Mustang over the last week, and now it's the Camaro's turn. Chevy released some teaser shots of the new muscle car, including this silhouette of its side profile. But for the time being, that's all we get to see. However, the company did reveal some interesting aerodynamic details. It spent over 350 hours in the wind tunnel, and aero lift is reduced by 30% thanks to an innovative solution. Instead of using a front air dam to reduce lift, engineers developed a flush belly pan that runs from the front grille to the center of the car. We'll learn even more details about the all-new Camaro when it makes its debut this weekend. Like any new technology, it's going to go through some growing pains, and autonomous cars are no exception. The AP reports that since last September, Four self-driving cars have been involved in accidents in California. Three belonged to Google, and the other was a Delphi car. Two of the accidents occurred while the car was in control, and the others happened while a human was operating the car. All the incidents involved speeds of less than 10 miles per hour. Both companies claimed that the cars were not at fault. While some people worry about having autonomous cars on public roads, they have the potential to dramatically reduce traffic deaths and that's why it's a technology worth pursuing. We'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. On a recent AutoLine After Hours, you may remember FCA designer Klaus Busse say this. And then, then you have materials like, for example, Alcantara, which are not leather-based, they're, they're artificial, but they have this cool name, polymer <laughs> It's a polymer-based, which really yeah. is, is very surprising I to think, me that everybody think thinks it's if, suede. If we have in your viewership people who work in that industry, my biggest pledge to you would be work on your marketing campaign and come up with cool names, because yeah. it just doesn't sound good if I say this is polyurethane or vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they got to come up with something that is like Alcantara, because, wow, Alcantara sounds good, but it's not better or or worse than vinyl or polyurethane. It just has a cool name to it. Mm-hmm. Now we'd like to give you the chance to become a marketing genius and do exactly what Klaus just said. We want you to come up with suggestions for that million dollar interior material name. Just give us the type of material and the name you would give it. You can leave as many suggestions as you'd like in the comments section or send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. And at the end of the week, We'll pick our favorites. Speaking of interiors, while at a Ford GT event yesterday, I learned why the automaker went the unconventional route of affixing the seats directly to the carbon fiber tub of the supercar. By knowing exactly where the passengers would be, the design team was able to come up with the basic shape of the car very early on in the process. And by not having to adjust for many different head positions, say the difference between a short and tall person, if the seat bottom could move back and forth, the car was able to get that very swept back look. It even allowed the designers to narrow the front end of the car, 
which helped improve aerodynamics. So rather than having the driver move to the controls, the controls now come to them. And make sure you tune in for this week's AutoLine After Hours. Our special guest is Travis Hester, the executive chief engineer of the Cadillac CT6. So if you've got any questions about Cadillac's new flagship, send your questions to viewer mail at autoline.tv. That's this Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time on our website, autoline.tv. And coming up next, Toyota and Mazda plan to expand their partnership, a potential breakthrough for renewable fuels, and automakers still haven't mastered the small overlap crash test. The Firestone Destination LE2. Tough enough to handle anything the road throws at you. And you throw at it. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. The fastest way to reduce carbon dioxide emissions is to reduce the amount of carbon in fuel. Cellulosic ethanol was supposed to be the answer for renewable fuels, but so far it hasn't caught on. But a company called Juul, which has partnered with Audi, says it has the solution. It's developed a process to make ethanol from waste CO2 that meets both U.S. and European fuel standards. The company is now in the process of getting government approval to start using its ethanol commercially. Best of all, it doesn't require crops, arable land, or fresh water to create. At full-scale production, Juul says it can produce 25,000 gallons of ethanol per acre annually. We recently learned that the upcoming BMW i5 won't be a battery EV. Instead, it will be powered by a fuel cell provided by Toyota. And now Reuters reports that the Japanese automaker is in talks with Mazda to share its fuel cell and plug-in hybrid technology. In exchange, Mazda would provide Toyota with its Skyactiv engine technology. Mazda has been developing its own fuel cell, but decided to partner with Toyota instead. The two companies already have a technology and production collaboration. While some automakers have figured out the secret sauce to the IIHS's small overlap test, where only 25% of the front end strikes a rigid barrier at 40 miles per hour, it's still giving other automakers headaches. And that was highlighted in its latest round of midsize SUVs that were tested, where only two of the seven vehicles picked up a top safety pick or better rating. The small overlap is a fairly new test, and some of the vehicles in this batch were out before it even existed, so I'd expect to see automakers to start catching up as new models are released. And don't forget you can get even more AutoLine updates by following us on Twitter. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We hope to see you back here again tomorrow.